Happy New Year, my listeners. I'm super excited about this one. We're going to talk about your New Year's resolutions and how we're going to get after those. It's going to be exciting. Go blue. Let's go. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, 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 go. Every single day I'll be making moves Till I'm buried in my grave uh, To the system I don't wanna be a slave I've been doing shit my way uh, Or the highway And in the driveway Is a nice range Cause I grind through the climb I invite pain You'll never hear me bitch Nah, I don't complain Just gotta flip the switch And you can go and obtain Anything you want Anything you need Your mind's got the key ingredient It's belief uh, Better see what the next Oh, man. I'm ready to get after it. I'm pretty. I'm feeling pretty excited about the 2024 calendar year. Not the fiscal year. I'd already started a couple, couple months back. Talking about the calendar year 2024. It's going to be a good time. I think some good things are coming to, to some good people. Some people have set themselves up for success in 2023 to carry on in 2024, and I'm very excited for those people. You know, sometimes it's hard to carry things over year after year and just continue to grind, and it's a beat sometimes, you know. But the consistency is what's going to get you to where you want to be. Big weekend for us here at the Eaton household. Avery and I went to the Lions-Cowboys game. Great atmosphere. Great people there. Um, Lions came up short at the end. Was it a penalty? Was it not a penalty? Did he report in? Did he not report in? Fuck, I don't know. Looked like he did. I mean, if we review the tape, it looked like he reported in. But, you know, Lions tried to throw some deception in there, which I get. I think it's fucking genius. They just got to make sure that it's executed properly. And I don't think that that happened. I'm not saying Decker didn't report in as the eligible receiver. But I don't think that they, before they broke that huddle with the referee, I don't think they were locked in at who was actually the eligible receiver. Because 70 had been eligible the whole game. He was the guy that was reporting eligible all, you know, all game. But I don't think Decker made sure. He, I'm, I'm sure he checked in, but I don't, I don't think he made sure that he was the guy. Especially when you're, when you're trying to throw an oop-de-oop to the de- defense on that play. You got to make sure that the white hat knows what the fuck is going on. So, <clears throat> I still love Dan Campbell. I'm still happy that they went for it three times in a row and tried to end the game there. There's a lot of reasons for that. You know, you don't want to get guys hurt and all that stuff. So, let's just go ahead and end it in regulation so we don't have to go into overtime and take our chances. But and we couldn't stop C.D. Lamb anyway, so it didn't really matter. 
So I'm I'm glad that they did that because if we would win the overtime, they would have diced us up, and you know, it would have just went longer for the same same result, in my opinion. Uh, anyway, we had a great time. Me and Avery did went down to Texas Live, hung out there. That's uh, attached to Globe Life, the Texas Ranger Stadium. And then you walk across the street and go to uh, AT and T, and man, that place is so damn big. I did a tour back, you know, a while back, probably 10, 10, 12, maybe even longer, ten, twelve years ago, something like that. But it was, uh, it's always impressive. You know, it's crazy how big those fucking things can get. But man, we had a. Uh, and then we, you know, come back on Monday, New Year's Day, and Michigan goes on to beat Alabama in the semifinal. A lot of hurt feelings over that one. Some of my Bama friend, Bama fan friends. Um, unless you all had our number in the second half, it was a tale of two halves. Michigan was dominant in the first half, besides special teams. And Alabama was dominant in the second half, besides the last four minutes of the game. So, and then obviously in overtime. But that was a crazy, crazy game. You talk about roller coaster of emotions. Those two days for me watching those football games were uh, were crazy, absolutely crazy. So Michigan goes on to play Washington here uh, coming on Monday. And hopefully they bring that defense, man. They had tough, tough, tough defense on against Alabama. Alabama didn't really do much offensively. Uh, they started moving the pocket in the second half and and getting Milrow out, out on the edges. And he was really the only one that they could rely on to get any offense going. You know, he would run the ball every now and then and and find some throws here and there, but their defense stepped up in the second half and kind of stalled Michigan a little bit, and then Michigan turned it up when it, when they needed to at the end um, and relied on their playmakers, Blake Corum and, and J.J. And, and Wilson. So, yeah, super stoked about all that. And... Here we are, you know. It's been since 1998 when Michigan won national championship, the 97 season, but they won it in 98, right? So it's been a long, long time. Long, long time. You know, Michigan's one of those programs where they say that they're dominant, they say that they're prominent, they say that they're one of the the top-tier organizations or uh, top-tier college football programs in the country. When you go 26 years-ish without making it to a national championship, are you really that prominent? Like, and I'm a Michigan fan, but I'm a realist. Like, we've had some rough stretches here. Not as of late. Last three years have been all right, but we haven't been able to get over that hump that we got over with Alabama, and I, and I feel extra, a little extra... Uh, stimulated, if you will, 
<laughs> because it was Alabama. And going into that and the Michigan's reaction when they found out they were playing them, they were like, oh, fuck, you know, here we go. And I'm surprised that Michigan came out and did what they did, honestly. Would have been real easy to fold under that pressure and, you know, Nick Saban and all that and all the glory. But anyway, and then we, uh, you know, that's how we kind of kick off the new year. You know, and every every year we always have these things we call New Year's resolutions. And it's just that time of year when, you know, people say they're going to do all these things that they have failed at doing in the previous years. You know, all the time we say, you know, we're going to lose weight. We're gonna, I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to go to the gym every day and I want to start eating healthy. And like I've said before, like, why, why do we wait until January 1st? And what makes you think that you're going to do what you say you're going to do when you haven't done it year after year after year? What's going to be any different? You know, when January 1st comes around, are you going to, all of a sudden, you're going to change everything about yourself? Like That doesn't even make sense. It's crazy when you think about it. You know, how many Mondays have you told yourself you were going to start? Think about that. How many Mondays have you said, you know what, I'm a Monday, I'm a I'm gonna start going to the gym. Monday I'm gonna start reading a book. Monday I'm gonna get on that project. Monday I'm gonna start meal prepping. This weekend I'm gonna meal prep, I'm gonna start, you know, making my lunch and making sure it's healthy and getting all the protein and all the stuff that I need to, you know, feel good and and operate at the optimum level. Like how many times have you said that? You know, whether it's Monday, whether it's July 1st, whether it's October 1st or, or January 1st. How many times have you told yourself that? And then think of how many times you've, fell on your face and didn't do what you said you were going to do for you. We live in a selfish world where people are all out for themselves anyway, but then when they say they're going to do something to better themselves, they don't do it. It's absolutely insane. Like it's crazy to me that when we say that we're gonna we're gonna go and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up early I'm gonna go for a run go for a walk you know, I'm gonna do that Monday Wednesday Friday and then you know after work I'm gonna come home and I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the gym and, and lift and now I'm gonna get two car or I'm gonna get two workout sessions three days a week and so you know you add them all up that's well, we'll put Sunday as a rest day, so that's six workouts total, lifting weights, three runs. That's nine workouts a week. Yeah, I'm going to do that. 
what happens on January 1st, guess what? You go and do that. You run in the morning. You lift in the afternoon. What happens on January 2nd? Well, I don't got to run this morning, so I'm going to go lift in the afternoon. You go do that. But then what happens on January 3rd? That alarm goes off. And your snooze proceeds to shut that alarm off. (laughs) I've been there. I've been there. I know what this is. I know what this is like to do that. And we've all been there, right? We've all made these resolutions and we've all made these promises to ourselves that we're going to be better in, in the year to come. My question is, why do we wait for the year to come? Like, what the fuck are we waiting for? And why do we fully, you know, all of a sudden expect to be such a different person just because it's a different year? Like, that doesn't even, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I just want you to, like, think about how many resolutions you've made how many promises you've made to yourself to better yourself and how many times you've actually fought, you know, followed through on those and actually have done those. Or maybe you're still doing them now. What you got to do, what it all boils down to is this. When you're asking yourself, like, why things are not different and why you're not getting any better and you're not following through, I'll tell you what you need to do. It's very easy. You need to develop the skill of discipline. If you develop the skill of discipline, everything else will fall into place. We've talked about this on this podcast before. But that's what these promises to ourselves and these resolutions, that's what they boil down to. Are you disciplined enough to follow through? Do we all slip off the edge and, you know, have a certain period of time where we're just not eating the right shit and we're just coming home and sitting on the couch and, you know, unmotivated and undisciplined to to not get up and, Move? Yeah. 100%. We all go through those times. Because we don't want to do it, right? Just make it your mission. Your New Year's resolution should be to become more disciplined. Become more mentally hardened. Become someone of, you know, become somebody that when someone else looks at you, you're like, you know, that person's discipline. Because everyone is starving for that example. Like everyone wants to see their friends be disciplined and they may clown you and laugh and all that because you're, 
making your lunch and now you're not going out to taco Tuesday lunch with your with your coworkers. But when they see in six months that you've dropped 30 pounds, that you've bulked up to the, the size you wanted to get up to, that you're staying consistent, 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 those, those times where they say, oh, you, you brought your lunch, you, you ain't coming with us. Like, those are going to go away. It's going to start to be, hey, bring your lunch with it. Come on, just come hang out with us. It's going to start being that. And if we're afraid of what other people are going to think of us, well, fuck that. Like, it's none of their business. It's absolutely none of their business of what you're trying to do to better yourself. Now, what might make it easier for you as an individual is maybe have an accountability partner, right? Someone that's going to say, hey, let's go. Did you bring your gym clothes to work so we can change and hit it before we head home? Did you make your lunch this weekend? Shoot them a text on Sunday morning. Hey, make sure you prep today. At least from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then Wednesday night, you hit up Thursday, Friday, boom, good to go. That's what an accountability partner is. That's what a partner is. That's what a friend is. Especially when you're sharing these things with their people like, hey, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to lose 30, 40 pounds this year. You know, that's something that you might want to tell. If if you're a regular of going to well, just because I can't think of anything else, Taco Tuesday lunch. Okay. And that's what you guys do, your coworkers and your friends, y'all you go out taco taco Tuesdays. And you're a regular at that. You're the fucking leader of it. And, you know, you come to a point January 1st where you want to turn your, you want to flip a switch. You want to change the game. Share that with your friends. If they're not receptive, expect them not to be. And be glad when they're not or when they are. And then just use that as your fuel to get better. And stay disciplined. I mean, you know what the problem is. The problem is that you don't do it. Because for years on end, you had told yourself the same lie over and over and over again. I mean, you have the same opportunities as everyone else. You have the same opportunities as everybody else when it comes to making a, a promise, a resolution, all that. The difference between everyone else and you is that those people that are following through, they have discipline. They've, uh, they've built that skill up. It's, it's really just having that skill, that, that mindset to stay disciplined. 
that's going to make you follow through. It's going to make you get up. This one's doing the shit that we don't want to do, but we do it anyway. That's what it is. We don't want to get off the couch and stop binge watching Netflix. But we didn't work out today. So get up and go work out. It's only an hour. Pause the fucking show. You had the same opportunities as everybody else. The ability to follow through, stick with a plan, build and create something. It requires you to intentionally build these skill sets that are going to make you do those things. Because here, like, like I just said, like you've been lying to yourself. If, if you're still overweight, if you're still not as big, if you're still not as smart on something, if you're still not as skilled at your job that you want to be, like that's on you 100%, all of it. And you got to own it. And it's, and owning it shouldn't be like, yep, it's on me. Like, I didn't do the things. Fuck, I guess I'm, I guess I'm not going to do it. No. Develop the skills necessary that make you do it, that make you follow through, that make you keep your promise to yourself. That's what you have to do. But too many people stop and say, you know what? I didn't make it. I didn't lose those pounds. I didn't. I missed a day in the gym. Fuck it, I'm done. Fuck it, not even January 10th yet. And some people, I guarantee, have already quit. But consistency and discipline are going to keep you going. One time in the gym. Just go once. And then tomorrow, just go one more time. And the next day, just do it one more time. Then it, what, do you, what are you going to do the next day? Just one. Just one more. The next thing you know, you're at 100 straight days, and you are unrecognizable. You play the guitar. You play the guitar, you can't. You're learning to play the guitar, right? And you don't know a string. You're just hitting the strings with a pick. But you do that 100 days straight, you can play damn near every single song. You go to the gym one day, two days, three days, a week. You can't tell the difference. You go for 100 days straight, you're unrecognizable. No one even knows who the fuck you are. But you're sitting in the, someone's office. Who are you? I'm the same person. But I've been going to the gym 100 days in a row. And just staying on the gym real quick. 
you guys that are consistent and you guys go, and I see these memes and posts, and they're funny. <laughs> I laugh, but I laugh at a lot of shit I probably shouldn't. But I see these memes and posts about, oh, here come the New Year's resolutioners and, and you know, New Year, New Me, blah, blah, blah. And then the gyms are packed, right? Because everyone's, you know, January 1st, fucking no one missed a day. If, if, if you come, if you're a regular at your gym and you see that person for the first day, January 1st, and then you see them again in February, because a lot of those cats, like I said, they're going to fade away. They don't have the discipline to stay on it. But you see a few cats here and there that you, that were some New Year's resolutioners, right? In February, you see the same people. March, you see the same people. April, you see the same people. Walk up to those cats and be like, you know what? I see you, man. You're working fucking, working your ass off. Keep going. Because sometimes it's going to take a longer time for people to see change in themselves. And when somebody, some stranger walks up, you know, some jack dude walks up to, you know, a, a guy that's been trying to, trying to lose it. He's been working his ass off. He's sweating like a fucking hog and he's just busting his ass. And he can't, to him, he's not making any progress, right? But you've seen him for three months now. And you're like, fuck, this dude, he's going hard. And you can see it because you, do, you don't know him. But he looks at himself every day and he doesn't see that he's making any progress. Give those guys and those girls some, some feedback just by saying, hey, I see you. Keep coming back. And that right there is going to... Set that rocket booster off, and they're just gonna, you're gonna see them just absolutely change. So I know that the gyms get crowded around this time. I get it. My gym doesn't really. There's only one person that goes in there. But a lot of these commercial gyms, Planet Fitness, 24 Hour Fitness, Gold's Gym, Crunch, they're all packed right now. And they're all just, everyone's doing all this crazy shit, trying to trying to better themselves, and they have this great plan. But a lot of them cats don't have the discipline to stay with it. So when you see the ones that do have that discipline, and the ones that really want to change and don't break their promises to themselves, just let them know that you see them. You see how hard they're working. And that goes with anything. You see someone struggling at work and, you know, and then trying to learn a new job or a new skill set or something like that, tell them. Especially when they do something that's, okay, yeah. You know, we've all been in those meetings or all, you know, seen those guys where you're like, you look at them or they say something and you're like, oh, okay. You know, he gets it now or she gets it now. Tell those guys, man, like, 
sometimes they need that boost, that need that reassurance of, hey, you're on the right path, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're going to fucking get there. It's not going to, they have to understand that it's not going to happen overnight. You have to understand that it will not happen overnight. So when you don't see results for the two, first two weeks, when you don't see results for the first two months, don't stop. Don't break the promise to yourself. Be selfish. I heard something today that bettering yourself is probably the most selfless thing you can do. Because how are you supposed to better other people if you're not bettering yourself? If you're not trying to learn some new shit, if you're not trying to better, be in better physical shape than, than what you are today, how are you supposed to guide and nurture and pull along anyone else? Because you can't even fucking do it yourself. Think about that when you want to quit. And when you want to quit, because it'll come, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's six months from now, whether it's a year from now, it'll come a day when you're like, fuck this, I'm done. Just tell yourself one more day. Let me just do one more day and then I'll quit. And then the next day, Rinse and repeat. One more day. Trick your mind. The mind is the ultimate motivator, ultimate rule follower, but is also the ultimate rule breaker, the ultimate lack of discipline, all at the same time. If you can control your mind and manipulate it, you will be successful. You have to be able to be a little crazy to think that it's possible. Be crazy enough to think that it's possible. I mean, that's how you know that something's going to be worth it. That's how you beat the odds. You have to believe that it's possible. So when you set those goals and you set those resolutions and those promises, just, holy shit, it might be crazy, but I think it's possible. Like, wouldn't it be crazy if? Dot, dot, dot. Like, for me, what am I, I and I made this, goal of mine before Christmas around probably around Thanksgiving before I turned 38 which is 16 months in April I'll turn 37 and before I turn 38 I want to go on stage for a physique competition like that's one of my goals and I've and I've had that goal before. I saw one of my buddies Reggie in Barksdale go from being this skinny little dude 
to an absolute unit and get on there and he's winning shit and he fucking so and you know shortly after he did it I'm like man I want to fucking do that so I'd set this goal and didn't take it real seriously and it kind of just came and went right cuz I didn't have the discipline to eat what I needed to eat I didn't have the discipline to do all the workouts I needed to do and Now I'm I'm focused in now. Right now I'm on a super high protein carnivore type diet. I don't even I don't really know if that's like the right approach, but high protein, 200 grams of protein a day, a lot of water intake. Um on the bike, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, in the morning, and then lifting in the afternoon, Monday through Saturday. Sunday's my off day. So, I'm, I'm going to give it the old college try, and I'm going to stay as disciplined as possible. And we'll see what happens. Um, but before I fucking die, I'm going to get up on that stage. I know that. Before I'm 38, I'm going to fucking get up there. Because it's just crazy enough to think that it's possible. I'm crazy enough to think that that's possible. So if you're making a resolution or a promise to yourself this year, it's like you should. Why you waited until January 1st? I don't know. It's a popular thing to do, I guess. But make it that you're going to solve whatever has kept you in this place of dissatisfaction. Address the core issue. And the core issue is that you lack the ability to do the things that you don't feel like doing. That's the issue. Right now, You lack the ability of staying disciplined, keeping promises to yourself because you've lied to yourself over and over and over again. So make your resolution that you are going to fix the core issue of not being able to hold yourself accountable. If you fix that, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. If you have discipline, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. It doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. Like, what is going to stop you? If you're doing the shit that you don't want to do and you're doing it anyway, what's going to stop you? Nothing, because you have controlled your mind. And the mind holds all the power. Making it short this week. Go fucking blue. Let's go. There's no hope you can still go.
answer me no, man, I still go, 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 go.